Welcome to the ALUX.com podcast. The place where future billionaires come to get inspired. By August 2023, we'll be in the middle of a recession. It's already here, you're just not feeling it yet. 72% of economists expect a U.S. recession by the middle of next year. With U.S. elections coming up in November, the government is trying really hard to make things seem like it's business as usual, while everyone with half a brain is already feeling the pain and anxiety. We had a pandemic, a war, the highest inflation rates in recent history, the fall of China's biggest real estate developer, and supply chain issues all around. The bill is due. Your mortgage or your grocery basket has almost doubled in the past two years, while your salary barely saw a 5% bump. Watch until the end of this video for your opportunity to get ready. Here are 15 investments that are recession-proof. Number 1. Consumer Staples No matter what the economic climate is, there are some things that people will keep on buying. And when we say consumer staples, think of Procter & Gamble, Colgate-Palmolive, PepsiCo, Nestle, L'Oreal, Unilever, and anything else that you use day to day. Look at what you purchase out of necessity, not because you want to. No matter how bad the economy gets, you're still going to buy toilet paper. Find the companies that make those kinds of products and buy some stocks. Here's a snapshot of the consumer staples versus the S&P 500 in terms of returns after the 2008 crash. Number 2. Telecom If there's one thing this generation has taught us, it's this. You can go without food for a few days and call it extended fasting, but don't you touch my internet. Telecom is growing at almost 10% year over year, and we're more dependent on it than ever. When the recession hits, many people in traditional roles will be left out of a job and will try to shift to other job prospects. Work from home is becoming the norm. In a recession, companies will be downsizing, cutting down on the number of offices they maintain because rents will be too expensive. So even more people will work from home and as a result, the telecom sector will continue to grow. Number 3. Cheap Fast Food Fast food consumption is reversely correlated with the economy. When people have more money, they try to eat at fancier restaurants. When the disposable income drops, it's back to dining with the clown and the king. McDonald's, Burger King, Subway, KFC, Domino's, Taco Bell, etc. They'll all do well in the recession. You know what won't do well? The fast food joint selling $15 burgers. Delivery services will also be affected. People will still order in, but at a much lower rate because Postmates and the likes have gotten really expensive. So it'll make more sense for people to go to a drive through on their way home than sit on the couch and order in. Plus, these businesses have solid fundamentals. Here's a list of 20 fast food franchises in the U.S. ranked by annual revenue. Number 4. Grocery Stores Especially price-conscious stores historically do really well. Walmart, Costco, Kroger, Aldi, Sam's Club, Little, Dollar Store, etc. Now, here's where Walmart and Costco's performance compared to three popular consumer staples. 
Chains like Whole Foods usually get hurt the most as consumers become more price conscious. Number 5. Self-Education or Mastery As a great rule in life, nobody can take away anything that you've already learned, which is why investing in yourself is definitely recession-proof. The more financially educated you are, the less of an impact a recession has on both your financials and your mental health. This investment is split into two because you can either 1. Acquire a new skill that will allow you to access new opportunities that you didn't have access to before. Or 2. Master a current skill so that because of your ability you are more in demand than ever. This recession is quite different than previous ones because for the first time, remote work has been embraced to this extent. Outside of your current job, many individuals will behave as consultants or freelancers in respect to other projects. If you have a job and wish to upgrade your skill set so you no longer act as an employee but as a business, you'll be thrilled to hear this. So, later this year, we'll be releasing a new course called Freelance Mastery, where we'll teach you everything you need to know from moving from employee to freelancer and acquiring clients from all over the world. Go to alux.com slash freelance and sign up to the waiting list so you're notified when we launch. Our promise is this. If you don't earn the money you paid for the course from freelancing, we'll give you your money back, no questions asked. This is the course that some of you have been waiting for, and we can't wait for you to finally experience it. Number 6. Gold and Precious Metals Gold is a hedge against inflation and economic downturns. It's actually the favorite hedge of the unsophisticated investor. Silver is a close second, and you'll see more and more old money voices talking about diversifying into metals in the next few months. Why? Well, in order for countries to get out of recessions, governments need to stimulate the economy. Their favorite way of doing that is by throwing money at it, which increases the financial supply. And since gold is a fairly scarce asset, its value goes up. The problem with printing more money is they've been doing it already for the past few years, which leads to record numbers of inflation. If you're young, maybe look at some Bitcoin as an alternative play as we see it as gold 2.0. Number 7. Technology Stocks Tech stocks have taken a beating this year with many worrying that tech companies are becoming too big. But look toward the future. Will Google still be around in 10 years? Probably. Will Amazon keep thriving even in a recession? Probably. Look at the tech companies that you use every day because if you use them, it means others are doing so as well. It used to be that tech came second to retail, but we believe we've crossed the point where tech is the main play. In terms of massive returns, every recession will be a great opportunity for new companies to be born. The 2008 crisis gave us Airbnb, Uber, Venmo, WhatsApp, Groupon, Slack, and more. So keep your eyes open. Number 8. Pharmaceutical Stocks Recessions are a thriving ground for pharma companies, especially with the bump that they've had during the pandemic. You could go straight pharma and invest in the likes of Pfizer, or you could go the retail route with Walgreens, CVS, or Rite Aid. The entire pharma sector is up for disruption. Mark Cuban's Cost Plus has caught our eye. It's an online pharmacy that sells generic versions of popular drugs at a fraction of the cost. And like him, there will be others. 
Number nine, utility stocks. No matter how bad things get, you still need to turn your lights on. There's an entire investing strategy into holding utility stocks in your portfolio. One of the best performing stocks in our portfolio is NextEra Energy, one of the largest electricity suppliers in Florida. Over the last five years, it's returned 21% per year. And over the past 10 years, the annualized return sits at 19.2%. Basically, you want to look at energy producers, energy distributors, energy service operators, natural gas suppliers, water and sewer utilities. Raw prices might fluctuate, but the demand is only growing. Number 10, blue chip art. This might come as a surprise to most of you, but art, especially good art, is one of the best ways to protect yourself during recessions. Blue chip art is scarce and has demand from people who aren't affected by recessions. It's actually the other way around as rich people get even richer during recessions. The art market has been consistently outperforming the S&P 500, real estate or gold for the past 25 years. And not only that, art is a good performer even in inflationary periods. Now, you might be thinking, but Alux, what do I know about fine art or how am I supposed to afford a Picasso or a Warhol? Well, that's where our friends at Masterworks come in. Masterworks is a platform that allows everyone to invest in high-end art. Instead of buying the painting on your own, they break the ownership of a piece into shares, the same way a company does with stocks, and you can buy shares in it. And you can sell or buy these shares at any time. Fractional ownership is one of the biggest trends that we are seeing, and the way Masterworks has executed it in the art space is really inspiring, especially considering there's no minimum investment amount. And the platform has also allowed us to learn about the trends in the art space and see just how profitable the art market can be. Now, we mentioned Masterworks in the past, so when they reached out looking to sponsor this video, it was a perfect match. There's actually a waiting list to get onto the platform, but since you're an Aluxer, you can skip it. Go to masterworks.io cd and see for yourself how investing in art might be your way out of the upcoming recession. Number 11 evergreen businesses. We love businesses with strong fundamentals that offer a great product to a recurring audience. Evergreen businesses are businesses that have been around forever and will still be around 20, 40, 60 years from now. Home Depot will probably survive a one to three year recession. Think about your kids. Although in a recession, you might need to tighten the belt, you'd still have your child go to daycare or school. If one of your grandparents passes away, you would still use the services of a funeral home. Some businesses will never go away because the demand for them is continuous. We actually did a video on evergreen businesses a while ago, so click in the top corner if you'd like to see a list of evergreen businesses. Number 12. Commodities and Raw Materials if you're familiar with the commodities market, then you're in luck. They might not be as sexy as cool art, but wheat, soybeans, and corn remain strong investments. The same goes for cotton, as the textile industry will still thrive. But be careful because not all commodities are created equal. Coffee, for example, vanilla, and spices usually get hurt as the demand for them drops in a recession. Number 13. Life Insurance 
Insurance, but even more importantly, life insurance, is one of the booming plays of a recession. You might not realize this, but rich people use life insurance very differently than you would expect, because for them, life insurance is a vehicle to build wealth. It's like a tax-free personal bank. Basically, instead of putting their money in the bank, they put it in life insurance policies and then borrow against it tax-free. The entire mechanism of using life insurance as a bank is fascinating to us, and it certainly needs its own video in the future. Stress and financial hardships are common in recessions. Insurance companies do really well, so they might fit your portfolio nicely. Number 14. Hedge Funds for those of you in our community who are already well off, ask your financial advisor for a list of local hedge funds that did well in the past two recessions and start making some meetings. Basically, these entities are looking for any opportunity to make as much money as possible in the shortest time frame. Hedge funds get their names because they're betting strategically against the market. Some of you have seen the movie The Big Short. Well, there are several hedge funds that foresaw the fall of the housing market and made sure to capitalize on it. Michael Burry, Carl Icahn, John Paulson, and Ray Dalio are just a few of the hedge fund managers who we've learned plenty from. Number 15. Automation this last one on our list is automation, and we believe that automation, very much like Thanos, is inevitable. Recession periods only accelerate the adoption of automation because businesses are doing all they can to be cost efficient so they can stay in business. There are plenty of new automation companies out there doing incredible things. Software will eat the world and robots will do all the heavy lifting. Think about it. Prices have gone up, but wages haven't. People will soon stop working and demand higher wages, and this creates an incentive for companies to invest even more in automation. When you think about it objectively, does it make sense for a chain like McDonald's to increase their minimum wage to $25 so they have people taking your orders, or do they install two more of those touchscreen kiosks that get the same job done? The only way you make sure to thrive in a recession is to expand your time horizon. Recessions are cyclical. There's always a new one coming. They're a natural part of the economic cycle, which makes us ask you, how long do you think we'll be in a recession? Leave your answer in the comments. And as for those watching until the very end, yes, yes, we do have a bonus. Vice Industries. Yep. Alcohol and tobacco sales jump through the roof during recessions. People want to escape and forget about their financial troubles through cheap alternatives, and this leads to vice consumption, which benefits companies like Philip Morris and Friends. During recessions, people start playing the lotto more. Everyone is in pursuit of more money because money isn't as abundant in its purchasing power as it used to be. This recession isn't going to be your usual market correction, panic, and then shaking it off. Elon Musk himself has predicted an 18-month recession, and our internal data shows similar market patterns. 
This is a great time to get the ALUX app, by the way, because we're considering a dedicated learning pack focused on how to navigate the recession once the first few domino pieces fall. Now, if you've made it to the very end of the video, make sure to write the word control in the comments as a sign that you'll be in control of what's about to happen. This was a great podcast today, wasn't it? Thank you for spending some time with us and taking another step toward improving the way you look at life. If you're hungry for more, you can always go to our website, alux.com, or subscribe to us on YouTube. The entire alux.com team wishes you a very productive day.